Welcome to an undisclosed location. This is Murder Incorporated. I am Buddy. And I'm Harley. Two Swedish twins take a trip to jolly old England. A trip that some will never forget. This isn't your normal true crime case. These twins will make you believe in abnormal human strength. And with that, here's Harley. Thank you, buddy. That was amazing as always. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a fun one. Oh, this is the the best. This is the be- the worst, but this is the best. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. I already read up a little bit on this one. This is crazy. So when I first started listening to True Crime Podcast, I heard this on an episode. Of, I don't even remember what. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, oh, my God, those crazy twins. I got to do this. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. <laughs> All right. So this craziness begins on Friday, May 16th. 2008. Yeah, so it's pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that about it. I like that about it also. So, Sabina and Ursula Erickson, two Swedish women in their late 30s, traveled to Liverpool by ferry, even though nobody has ever come forward to say that they're on this ferry, but they came from Sabina's home in Mallow County, Cork, Ireland. Hmm. Were they really on it? I don't know. Was this real? Yeah. Ursula had traveled from her home in the U.S. to visit her twin sister. Once in Liverpool, it's believed at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday, May 17th, they both went to visit St. Anne Police Station, where Sabina reported concerns about the safety of her children back in Ireland. Okay. So just think about this for a second. So they both come, one from comes from the U.S., Yep. one from Ireland, mm-hmm. and then go to England to report something that's going on in Ireland. Yeah, that's really weird. I mean, it's just crazy. It's it's already crazy, buddy. Yeah, th- this doesn't make any sense already. And they they were never known to go on this ferry. Yeah, I and, mean, it's just I mean, not. This, did this story even really happen? <laughs> there's, there's video. <laughs> I, have. I wish this is one of the episodes where I wish we had like a video podcast where we could like oh click to the scene, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. I was thinking that on the way over here. <laughs> so they report concerns about the safety of her children back in Ireland. Okay. So the police made contact with officers in Dublin and promised to follow the complaint up. All right. Which they did. And nothing was wrong with anybody. So the children were good. Everybody was good. Was like, right. I have no idea what you're talking about. I thought that she was just going for a day trip or whatever. So just a little nuts. Yeah, a little. already the All craziness right. begins. <laughs> so at 11.30 a.m., Sabina and Ursula boarded a National Express coach to London. It's like a Greyhound. Yep, Okay. No other traveler has ever come forward to say they're on that bus. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, this is so crazy. Hmm. Maybe they were uh, they were ghosts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to scroll out. Like people say, like maybe they're like secret covert agents or stuff like that, ah. or like brainwashed. Mm. I don't. I don't buy they, that. But they were super soldiers. Or super soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. So the sisters left the coach at Keel Service Station, which is not a scheduled rest stop. Because they weren't dealing very good. As stated by their police report, they would follow. Or because, as the bus driver claimed, they were acting erratically. Mm-hmm. The latter story goes that they both held onto their bags, having refused to put them in luggage hold. And that the driver asked to search their luggage. Okay. When they refused, they were ordered off the vehicle. Ah, okay. And what was in these bags? Um, we'll find out. All right. Once at the service station, they headed back to the complex 
the service manager was also alarmed by their behavior because they looked like a bunch of crackheads holding <laughs> their bags super close to them and like talking secretly to each other. So she was like, oh, they definitely have bombs. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it seems so like it. So <laughs> she called the police. Yeah. So the police came and said that there was no threat of harm. They looked in the bags. Okay. They just had a bunch of cell phones. Nothing, nothing abnormal about that. A bunch of cell phones? Yeah. Or are they remotes for bombs or what? I don't, I don't, know. I don't even know. <laughs> they never found out what these cell phones were for. Really? Yeah. They never, like, I don't know. You, you know, Were you, they like, selling them on the black market or what? <laughs> like in America, they would have been like, okay, the news, somebody would have freaking yeah. like tracked down those phones. They would have like <laughs> seen who they called. Like, I don't know. In England, they're like, yeah, just another day, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea how it works anywhere in the world but U.S. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know how it works in the U.S. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so what happened next was batshit crazy. All right. Having left the service station on foot, the two sisters were spotted on security camera walking down the median of the M6 highway. So it's like a super highway, you know. And they're walking down the median, huh? And there's like two cement medians, and then they're walking in the middle of it. Oh, yeah, that's so safe. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah they're good. Mm-hmm. So later, their older brother Bjorn would claim they were fleeing from maniacs, though nobody, nobody's confirmed this. Fleeing from maniacs. Yeah, the, the none of the maniacs were caught on film, though, somehow. Hmm. So. The, the paranormal? They attempted to cross the road. Sabina being grazed by a red car. Highway agency officers, which are like, they're not police, but they're like traffic police. Okay. They don't pull you over or anything. So they're just there for like, if there's like an accident, they'll like, you know, make traffic go another way okay. or whatever. Gotcha. Any highway agency officers uh, listening, no, we're not disrespecting you. No, no. You're you're definitely worthy of your job. So what the good part is, is that they were taping like an episode of Cops, okay? Oh, really? And, yeah, that's how they have all this in video. Oh. So they're taping like an episode of, ooh, highway agency officer, whatever. So really? So Central Motorway Police right, Group. Right place at the right time, huh? Yeah. So they stopped the sisters. And this situation appeared calm. You know, they're just talking, smoking. Smoking crack? Yeah, Sabina, <laughs> Sabina was wearing a yellow visor with the ledger, time to believe. You know, everything's normal. Just time. two Swedish twins walking down the motorway. Time to believe in what, aliens? I have no idea. Probably. <laughs> then, as the arriving police were being briefed about the situation, Ursula suddenly ran into the road. Oh, her, really? Yeah. Her coat being pulled off by a concerned officer as she attempted to free herself. She ran right into the side of an oncoming truck. It was traveling about 56 miles an hour. Jeez. You could see her shoes just get knocked right off her in the collision. Really? Yeah. Seconds later, Sabina jumped into the road, smashing into the windshield of a car. Oh, my God. Ursula's legs were crushed. Sabina was unconscious for about 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Somehow, they both survived. Wow. An air ambulance was called. Sabina started to come around and responded by... You know, just like immediately clawing and spitting at all the police officers trying to help her. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. She says, I recognize you. You're not real. And she's saying, you're trying to steal th- you're trying to steal your work. And she's yelling to her sister. Were they on drugs? No, not at all. Really? Completely dead sober. They blood tested them, so that, that gets everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything that we know. Of, yeah. I mean, we don't know what these mind control. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they can't test for the super, super soldier formula. Or LSD. You know? Or LSD, yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Then, miraculously, she rose to her feet and started screaming for the help of the police. 
seemingly unable to realize that there was just she was surrounded by police at this point. And she's like, you're not police. I want the police here. I want the police here. You're trying to kill me. Wow. And she punched a police officer in the face and bolted into the next highway. Oh, wow. With nowhere to go, she took off her red coat and squared up with the police officers. So she's like jumping up and down like, let's go. Let's go. And she's like going to fight oh these police gosh. officers. After she just got hit by a car. Yeah. Wow. And they finally took six of them to get her in handcuffs. Oh, wow. So when they searched the debris, they found a bunch of broken cell phones. Hmm. So they weren't even working. I don't know if it's from the accident or yeah. what. Yeah, right. So they were taken to the hospital. Ursula, her legs fractured, was admitted. Mm-hmm. Sabina, seemingly uninjured, was taken <laughs> to the police station to be processed. I don't know how she was uninjured, but. Yeah, I mean, that just, she got hit by a car. Yeah. Jumps up. Yeah. And just jumps up and then fights police. Yeah, six of them. And this happens all the time. This happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I saw that happen the other day, actually. And it's absolutely insane, buddy. Okay. So she goes from, like, you see a video. She's, like, going completely insane, getting hit by cars, fighting the cops. And then she's at the police station, completely calm. Like, cool. Like, nothing, acting like nothing happened. Really? Like, literally, like, an hour later. Oh, wow. And this footage just came out because they couldn't, because of the trial and everything, release it. So it's, like, crazy. It's crazy, buddy. Oh, wow. So she's much calmer by this point. Mm Mm-hmm. But she's frustrated that they had to take her jewelry off. But she's, like, flirting with the cops. <laughs> and she does say something pretty damning. She's like, we say in Sweden that an accident rarely comes alone. Usually at least one more follows, maybe two. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. What's next? So the following day, Sabina was released from court. She pleaded guilty to charges of assaulting a police officer and trespassing on the highway. And was okay. sentenced to one day in custody. That's a pretty light sentence. It's That's England for you. That's all I'm going to say. That's England for you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, who knows? I don't know how your laws are over there. So, Having spent a full night in the police station, she was deemed to have served her sentence. Okay. And there's no psychiatric evaluation for whatever reason. Um. Okay. I mean, she like really was selling this. I'm, I'm, I'm fine stuff. You know what I mean? She yeah. must have been putting on quite a show. Yeah, I guess so. So now she's just stranded in England, okay? So... It, which one's the one with the kids? Ursula. Okay, so that's the one that got her, her legs, legs crushed. crushed. Yeah. Okay. So Sabina is now stranded in England, carrying all of her possessions in like a plastic bag, including a laptop and a thousand euros in cash, which is like $10 million in American money. I don't know. I don't think that's accurate. No, it's pretty... I looked it up. It's about... A thousand euros is ten. No, it's, not it's like it's like thirteen hundred dollars. Okay, I have no idea. It could be twelve dollars for all I know. No, no, I think thirteen hundred is probably no. Actually, uh, who knows? We don't know that. No, we don't. We, we lost our calculator. Yeah. So two local men about seven o'clock get talking to her. She's complimenting their dog. You know, it's Glenn Hollandhead, fifty-four. He was a former RAF airman. Okay. His friend was Peter Malloy. Sabina asked if there's any B&Bs nearby. Mm-hmm. Glenn suggested they go back to his house. You know, he's telling her, come back to my house and I'll help you find your sister. You know, because she's looking for her sister, I guess. That's what she says she's doing. Okay. So they go back to his house. And they're relaxing, you know, just drinking, having a good time, talking like normal. Mm-hmm. And then some crazy Sabina starts coming out, okay? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What so happens? Once there, she just can't stop peering out of the windows she offered the two men a cigarette, but then snatched it out of their mouths, 
before they could light it, saying it was poison. Don't don't do it. It's poison. <laughs> okay. They're like, well, we've been smoking these cigarettes all night. <laughs> so you know, but they're poison now. Well, that's the one that she smoked earlier when she was on the <laughs> <Yeah>. highway. <laughs> Peter Malloy's like, okay, guys, I'm gonna have a good night. I'm yep. out of here. You know. <laughs> so just before midnight, he leaves. Sabina stayed the night. You know, just normal. Mm-hmm. Following day, you know, she's still there. Glenn's brother works at the hospital. Okay. So he calls him to see how the sister's doing, you know. And um, he's trying to get answers for her. Glenn makes some food. So he goes outside to ask his Frank, his neighbor, if he could borrow some tea bags. Okay. You know, make some tea. Top of the morning to you, make some tea. <laughs> <laughs> so. Because tea is big in England. We like to drink coffee over here. Like men do. Anyway, so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Under a minute later, we love our England people. Yeah, I know. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. We absolutely do. Don't don't let his uh, his horribly racist um, jokes get to you. I can't help it. I really can't help it. It's like he's just an a hole. That's it's, all. Uh, what is it? Tourette's. I have Tourette's. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Okay. Under a minute later, he staggers outside. Just to, oh no, he's bleeding. Telling Frank she stabbed me. His la- This is really sad. Okay. Okay. Wait, so she stabs him. Yeah, he goes so, inside. So he goes. She he goes out to ask for tea bags. Comes back in and she stabs him. Yeah, I mean I don't know if it's because he didn't have the tea bags. I don't know what. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> she really wanted her tea. Jeez. So she he, she stabs him, and then the last words he says to his neighbor, "Look after my dog for me." And then he said he immediately oh, died. Man, she's a little crazy. <laughs> so let's just, let, let's just chalk this one up to the uh, the crazy board. We got plenty of them over here in America. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. It's called Florida. (laughs) So Frank calls the police. Sabina leaves. She flees like you would after stabbing somebody. But what she does that's weird is she starts hitting herself with the hammer in the head. What? Joshua got a guy stops, he sees her, he tries to stop to help, you know. And she's just hitting herself in the hammer. What the heck is wrong with her? He tries to restrain her, you know. Yeah. So she takes a roof tile out of her pocket and hits him over the head with it. A roof tile? Yeah. Where the heck did she get a roof tile from? I have no idea. I have no idea. This <laughs> girl's like crazy. Like, really. Wow. Eventually, she made it to a bridge where she jumped 40 feet onto the 850 highway, breaking both her ankles and fracturing her skull. What? Yeah. That was the last act of madness Sabina Erickson would commit. It was certainly not the end of the madness. Sabina was arrested. Obviously, on suspicion of murder. Well, yeah. On June 9th, still in a wheelchair, she was just charged on September 11th. Charged and taken into custody the same day. Mm-hmm. So that it's like they let you go from the hospital and then you're arrested, you know. Mm-hmm. Ursula was released the same month. Oh, okay. Sabina made it back to America via some time spent in Sweden. Never charged with a crime herself. Ursula was released the same month. She made it back to America via some time spent in Sweden. Never charged with a crime herself. She is now a member of the Sacred Heart Church in Bellevue, Washington. Sabina's trial date was due to start in February 2009, but it didn't begin until September 1st. There were problems in obtaining Sabina's medical records from Sweden. Okay. On September 2nd, Sabina pleaded guilty to manslaughter, but with diminished responsibility. They didn't know what to do with her. It was really nuts. Because she was crazy. Yeah, clearly something was wrong with her. I mean, I mean, and it's just, it really is like such a spit in the face because every time they asked her a question, she would just say no comment. 
So she doesn't even give like the family or anybody a reason, you know. So yeah. she's just a scumbag. Yeah. Even if she was like mentally ill, you could say something. Yeah, I agree. You know, played in the fifth for the whole thing. I mean, come on. You're getting away with it, basically. Like, come on. Anyway, the prosecution and defense both claim that Sabina was insane at the time of the killing, though not at the time of the trial. The defense claimed that Sabina was a secondary sufferer of folia due. It's a French term for madness of two. So this is saying that it can happen in twins. So it's one twin has a nervous breakdown or whatever goes crazy, right? Okay. And then the it's like infects the other twin with it. Interesting. The prosecution accepted this. Oh. Said, okay, yeah, that probably happened. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. All right. So she got five years for murder. That's it. Wow. That's a light sentence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. I mean, that guy lost his life because of her. It's nothing. Insanity. It's absolutely nothing. Yeah. On December 6, 2012, some footage was uploaded anonymously to the internet about two cops that are on the high- side of the highway, right? Yep. After this incident, after all this happens, and they're saying they should be given a 136. So that's like a thing, a cop code for where they can hold a person for the Mental Health Act and detain them. You know what I mean? Okay. But it didn't happen. Oh, it really? never had. They let her go. Ah. So it's believed that the police requested the, the people that were making the cops show, you know what I mean, withhold the footage. Okay. That means that Sabina should have never been released that day. Yeah, you no, know I agree. Yep. Yeah, completely. And he would have never, that Glenn Hollins would have never been dead. Yeah, I completely agree. So the cops kind of screwed up there. No, they definitely screwed yeah, up there. big time. Because they were saying it should happen, and then they let her go. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? That yeah. they were saying, okay, we're going to do this, but then they didn't do it. So this was released well after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After everything was done over. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they think that the police asked them to do it. Like, you want to keep shooting cops, you better not release that footage. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, they don't know, but that's what people say. Yeah, yeah, it's just a theory out there. So that is uh, the two twins. That was crazy. So that that nobody knows where Sabina is now. Somewhere America, maybe. So they both lived. I'm assuming uh, Ursula is crippled now, probably in a wheelchair. Right? She's got to be messed up. Yeah, but I mean that's just crazy. That is the craziest. I've literally listened to thousands of hours and read a million books. Never have I heard anything this crazy on true crime. It is like. You could go on for days. It's so crazy. Yeah, I've never even heard of that term. Fully ad- neither have I until I did the research. Yeah, what is it again? Fully ado. Fully ado. Yeah. So, so if I ever start getting crazy, I could infect you with that. You think so? No, I'm just saying that's that's what the term is saying. I'm not saying that. Oh, oh I thought you were saying because we're so close, you know. We are that yeah. close, though. I mean, you never like, know. Yeah, I, I'd believe it. You never know. I mean, that. I mean, it's like if that really is what it is, like. Well, you share DNA. I mean, obviously, you share that the same womb and whatnot. Well, not the same womb. The same uh, embryo, the same or whatever. How, however, I'm not a gen- geneticist or, you know, I don't know how that works. But, I mean. Well, they definitely I, have the same DNA. Yeah. You know. So. I think. Cause I, I, I've definitely heard of, you know, what is it? ESP, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, twins having the same type of feelings for each other and whatnot. Um, so, that's crazy. We'll do mm-hmm. another case. I just want to say this real quick. We'll do another case of these twins that end up doing a murder together, and then they're, like, separate ends of the prison, and they're both, like, meditating at the same time, talking to each other. Like, ESP! It's crazy. Really? Yeah. 
That's we'll crazy. do that case soon. That's yeah. a good case. Interesting. So what do you think, buddy? I think it's nuts, man. I, I yeah. think that, that those two twins are just – I mean, just the whole freeway situation. I mean, the fact that she jumps up after getting hit by a car and then just starts fighting cops. I mean, that's that's insane, man. And jumps off a 40-foot bridge. I mean, she broke her ankles, but yeah. she was like – Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then goes on to stab somebody. I mean, this poor guy's like, oh, I'll bring this girl back, help yeah. her out, you know, yeah. be a good Samaritan, stab to death. Yeah. Like, what the heck, man? I mean, this is a crazy one. It's a crazy one. Yeah, it really says something for the people who want to do good things. Yep, don't ever do a good thing. Don't ever do a good thing for a stranger. (laughs) No good deed goes unpunished. It really is true. Like, nowadays, 90% of the time you do a good thing, nothing bad is going to happen to you. But I'm not taking that chance at 10%. Mm -hmm. Especially with a crazy woman. I mean, geez. Like, these people stopped at my house the other day, in my undisclosed location, and because our goats were, like, going across the road. Eating the grass and they like stop to help. I'm like, should I go out there with a gun? You know what I mean? You just don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You just don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's like, oh my god. Especially when you're in a true crime, you're like, everybody's yeah. a murderer. Yeah, no, I I felt uh, the same way the other day. You know, I'm like, now, now that we're doing this podcast, I'm like, everyone's out to get me. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, is that person a murderer? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. I'm like, you're a psychopath. You're a psychopath. You're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> So, buddy, what else? You know what I was thinking people should do? I know we haven't said this much, but they should go on and rate and review us, buddy. What do you think? Uh, I think it's a great idea. And what will we do if they do? Uh, send them some cool merchandise. Yes, we will. Yeah. Send it straight to your house, wherever you live. Yes. Any far corners, we will reach for our millions of fans. That's right. Yep. All you got to do is send us your mailing address to Murder Incorporated Pod. At gmail.com. That's right. Send it right there. And you know what else, buddy? We're in the mood for, buddy is, I'm not really, but in the mood to Twitter war people, okay? Buddy's been going on, and he's been fighting people on Twitter, okay? So (laughs) if you want to fight buddy at Twitter, it is what? Murder Inc. Pod. Yes, that is true. With an at sign in front of that. And you can talk as much crap as you want to buddy, and uh, he loves it. Yeah, that's really hard, Harley, just so you know. <laughs> he um, loves it. All in good fun, though. All in good fun. Or if you want to see some of our cool videos, you can go to... You can search us on YouTube. All you got to look up is Murder Incorporated Podcast. Yep, and it will pop up our beautiful, beautiful faces. Oh, and we got we got nominated. I forgot to tell you, buddy. We got nominated what? For the best looking true crime podcasters. No, we didn't. Who nominated us? My mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yep. Thank you, Sherry. I'm our number one fan is my mom. Yep. Hi, Sherry. And uh Thank you, Sherry. So yeah, I guess that's it, buddy. You uh-huh. have anything else? No, I think that's good. All right, guys. <laughs> Hi, welcome to The Jury Room, a true crime podcast. My name is Kevin, and I will be your host on this journey. We will be covering some of the most heinous, some of the most unthinkable, and some of the most monstrous crimes to ever be committed against humanity. We will be covering cannibalistic serial killers, 
decades-old unsolved mysteries, cold cases, missing person cases, and everything in between. The Jury Room Podcast is available on most major podcasting platforms. Please make sure you go subscribe and leave a review.